standby to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Welcome, everybody, to FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. This is the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz, and I'm your host, Rob Fedoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on Twitter, at PFedoff. So for episode 83 today, first things first, look at my shirt here. It says National Champions. I know it says 2018 NCAA Women's Basketball. The last time uh, the women's team won the national title, they were runners-up in 2019. However, I'm going to be adding to the collection, as I predicted in episode 82, that Notre Dame men's lacrosse would first upset Virginia, and then they would uh, finish business on Memorial Day by beating Duke. And give me a round of applause right now because I predicted that to happen. It did happen. I know Duke, they didn't win as much as I thought they would against Penn State, and there was a controversial finish. However, I was dead on the money pretty much this entire weekend. I said we'd win the title because we're Notre Dame and you're not to uh, Virginia and Duke to have that you know so-called, I don't want to say arrogance, but that cocky confidence type of feel. Kind of what the Notre Dame teams of Lou Holtz had from 88 to 93. But hey, sorry, Duke. Sorry, Virginia. We're Notre Dame. You're not. We're national champions for the first time in men's lacrosse. First time Kevin Corrigan has had a national title. And he's been at Notre Dame for 35 years. I didn't realize that until today when they were talking about that after the game. So congratulations to Coach Corrigan. You deserve this big time. All those years you were at Notre Dame. And the thing was, too... I found out today lacrosse was a club sport until 1981, and then it slowly has built throughout the years. And then Coach Corgan took over in 88 for the upcoming season that year of 1989. But 35 years, uh, so many uh, close moments that he had to having a national title before today. Uh, 2010, a heartbreaker, 2014. But I can't say enough, this team... You really didn't have to be a lacrosse fan, and I'm really still not a lacrosse fan, but I, I love this team. Uh, you really didn't have to follow them throughout the year. Just watching them against Virginia and today, how tough, hard-nosed, physically tough, mentally tough they were, especially during, if you go to my Twitter account now, I posted the interview from Coach Corrigan and then uh, uh, Pat and Chris Cavanaugh, the brothers, that interview as well with ESPN. And these kids and the coach, they're just so tough. All the players are so tough. And they just work their asses off. I can't say enough. I'm so proud to be a Notre Dame fan. I know Brady Quinn was treating, or, or tweeting. Uh, he's uh, so proud to be a Notre Dame alum right now. Uh, coach Freeman was at the game. Uh, Jack Swarbrick was at the game. Father Jenkins was at the game. This is just, it's great. It's a great day to be Irish. I can't say this enough. So first things first, though, let's talk about the game on Saturday against Virginia. Because that was our Achilles heel all year, Achilles heel all year long. Uh, we lost our, we had a 12 and two record going into that game. Both losses. We were number one in March, lost to them at Notre Dame or South Bend. And then we lost uh, in Virginia as well. But it was a it was kind of a the breaks just weren't going our way, but we were hanging tough the whole game. and we looked dead in the water with about probably about 250 left. And our great goalie, Liam Entman, I believe I'm pronouncing that name correctly because I heard it a lot today. Great player. He's the he's the best goalie in the country um, as of this year. Uh, and he was the MVP of the game today as well. But he makes a great save that would have put them up 12 to 9, Virginia, and pretty much sealed the deal. 
However, with 238 left, one of the Kavanaugh brothers, Chris Kavanaugh, uh, scores a goal to make it 11 to 10. Then with 207 left, because we win the uh, faceoff after that, which we were really tough uh, the last two minutes of the game, Eric Dobson scores a goal to make it 11 to 11. And you think, oh, now we're going into overtime. Virginia scores a goal late, and then I'm just like, uh, it, it may be over, but we end up getting the faceoff. And then uh, Jake Taylor goes down there and uh, ties the game with 32 seconds left. So we are 32 seconds left from going back home to South Bend, Indiana, and just another heartbreaking lacrosse loss because we've been so close. 2010, we were close. 2014. And then last year, just not even making the tournament. And that team probably could have contended for a title too. But Jake Taylor scores with 32 seconds left. And then in overtime, win the faceoff. We call a timeout. Coach Corgan draws up a great play because he's one of the greatest lacrosse coaches there is. As I said earlier, 35 years at Notre Dame. Brian Tevlin scores with 29 seconds into the overtime to put Notre Dame into the finals. As I predicted, I said it would be a great birthday present for my mom. Notre Dame men's lacrosse, they they represented. They gave my mom a great uh, Chris, or Christmas birthday present on her birthday, Saturday, May the 27th. So we end up winning 13 to 12, and 13 was our lucky number because today against Duke, we won 13 to nine. We trailed early one to nothing, but then we were up six to one and dominating um, uh, leading up to halftime. So six to one at halftime, Duke makes a run in the third quarter. It's looking, uh-oh, here we go again. Could this be another heartbreaking loss after it looks like we're going to finally win that uh, first national title? Uh, but they... Oh, yeah, looking at my notes here. Yeah, they tied at 7-7. Seven to seven, But we... Uh, Duke, that is. So it's 7-7. Seven to seven, But then we end up pulling away in the fourth quarter to win 13-9, to nine, that first national title. Hang that number one sign in Grace Hall right now on Notre Dame campus. Light it. It's getting dark right now. It's Monday uh, night right now. That's one of the most beautiful pictures you can see on Notre Dame camp, Notre Dame's campus at Grace Hall when they light up that number one sign. I can't say it enough. And now I'm going to get that T-shirt to add to that wardrobe. Maybe get a, a men's lacrosse national championship hurt her hat. I lost my got tongue tied there anyway, but. Uh, yeah, get a hat, shirt, you name it, um, to just celebrate this national championship uh, for men's lacrosse. And what I'm hoping this leads to as well, I know when the women won the uh, national champion, the women's basketball team in uh, 2018, when Enrique hit the game winner uh, to beat Mississippi State in the night the night prior, uh, game winner against uh, UConn, Columbus, Ohio. I was at the game. I've mentioned that before in other podcasts. But I, I, don't, I can't prove this, but I know... That was late, uh, March of, well, they won it April 1st, 2018. But leading, that was leading into the football season of 2018. I know we didn't win a national title, but we did finish the year undefeated. We ended up making the playoffs in the Cotton Bowl. However, we ran into Trevor Lawrence and we got killed in that game. However, I think if we had maybe had a better quarterback, uh, nothing against Ian Book, maybe that game would have been closer. But it did, like I said earlier, it didn't, give us a national title, but it, it got that, our football team, their first playoff appearance. So what I'm just trying to say is I'm hoping the men's lacrosse team, the other sports see this as well, just to give them, not that they, I know they have enough motivation the way it is right now, but maybe just that extra 
little umph is what I'm trying to say to get to that next level for next year to say, hey, the men's lacrosse team, they were a real inspiring crew. They, you know, busted their ass every game, tough mentally, physically. And uh, hey, we can learn something from this team. To, and, we, and they're probably just too. If I'm a football player, or basketball player today, or whatever sport, and just seeing the joy on the field. And I know it's like with the cross, though, I think it was just such a sense of relief, too, because they've been so close for so many years. Coach Corrigan, 35 years coaching Notre Dame. So I know you had that, too. And the thing is, like with basketball, especially women's, they've had success before. But I'm sure they want to get success going into the future, too, because the girls on that team uh, going into next year, they've never had a national title um, to experience. And obviously for football, too. Yeah, we've had football national titles, but none since 1988. I What I'm trying to get at is, though, I'm just hoping this propels the other sports uh, to just get a little bit more, I don't want to say desire, I like I said, some umph, more umph in the game, and just a little bit more, just to get over that hump. That's the word I'm looking for, over the hump, to get that, to get more national titles for the school. And we can become Championship U and keep hanging that sign up at Grace Hall. So what else? Uh, just to sum up, Kevin Corrigan, first national title. He's been with the program since 1988, 35 years. Coach, congratulations, class act. Uh, really like the guy. I, As I said earlier, not much, didn't know much about the lacrosse program, but just these last couple weeks, realize are just uh, learning about learning about Coach Corrigan and the team. Uh, class acts all the way around, and just they just bust their ass. I can't say it enough. Uh, Liam Entman was the most valuable player for the game. He had 18 saves. Uh, what else? Again, give me a give me a round of applause. More. I predicted this pretty much perfectly. The only thing I was off it was the Duke game. I thought that would not be a barn burner down to the wire, and it was a controversial uh, finish, uh, 16 to 15. And from what the so-called experts said. The goal that Duke scored in overtime probably should not have been counted, but it is what it is. They ended up winning. You can't review that play anyway. So what else? Also, what, what did I say during my podcast last week when I was trying to give everybody a pep talk? Not to be arrogant, but so-called a cocky sort of confidence, kind of like what Coach Holtz's teams had from 88 to 93. The heyday of Notre Dame football, at least in my lifetime. Hopefully we get back to that at some point. I kept saying... Hey, hey, Virginia. Hey, Duke. We're Notre Dame, and you're not, and we're going to win a national title, and you're going to have to deal with it. Well, hey, Duke. Hey, Virginia. We're Notre Dame. You're not. We're national champions. 2023. Deal with it. And I'm sure, I know they're rivals, but at the same time, the ACC, that's kind of a so-called uh, fraternity in its own self. Uh, you always want your conference to do well. At least I would hope you would want to. But that it makes the ACC look pretty good as well, especially when you have three out of the four teams in the Final Four. And I, I can't say it enough. I know today's more about the national title game. But that, if you can go back and just watch highlights, Google it, go on YouTube, that last two minutes and then the 20, what was it, 29 seconds into overtime when we got the final goal by uh, Brian uh, Teblin. Uh that, that was one of the most exciting things I've ever seen in any sport. Uh, just those last two and a half minutes where we were dead in the water, scored two goals to tie it. Then they come down. You think, oh, they got the goal to win the game. We come back with 32 seconds left to uh, put it into overtime. And I can't say enough. This team, 
tough, hard nose. They never give up. I mean, uh, Chris or Pat Cavanaugh, he was playing more or less on one leg. He had a severely, uh, it wasn't a torn hamstring. I don't know if it was pulled or what, but he had a hamstring injury uh, that happened on uh, during Saturday's game against Virginia. But uh, he gutted it out, played a great game today. Uh, go on my Twitter account, you'll see the, the interview with him and his brother. And then also the interview with uh, Coach uh, Corrigan. So I can't say enough. We're national champions. Notre Dame um, won a national title uh, this year in one of their sports. Can't be prouder as a fan. It's a great day to be Irish. Uh, what else? Uh, that's about it, though. Uh, th this was a very exciting two weeks to watch uh, Notre Dame in the Elite Eight last week and then in the Final Four for uh, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, if you get a chance to, I know some people with Memorial Day weekend, they had family activities and other things, and they probably didn't get a, a chance to watch it live. But if you get a chance to watch it on replay, please, please do. Because it was uh, it was very exciting, and especially if you're a Notre Dame fan, just just relive this because these championships don't come around, you know, every year. And every time you get one, just cherish it and uh, be excited and uh, enjoy it because you just never know when the next one's going to be. For the next podcast, what I'm working on, unless something uh, breaks newsworthy or it's just some sort of big event, I'm working on a podcast for the 1992 uh, men's basketball team, 91, 92 team. Uh, 92, I always say the new year, so the 92 team. They were the national runners-up in the NIT tournament, and that was the first year for John McLeod after Digger Phelps retired. However, even if you think NIT, oh, a lot of people say, jokingly, the not important tournament. But that team, even though they probably should have won that tournament, the thing is, had they made it to the March Madness tournament, they could have made some noise. The problem with that team was they could beat any team in the nation, but they could also lose to any team in the nation as well. It's one of the most athletic teams I ever uh, saw at Notre Dame. That's with LaFonso Ellis, my favorite basketball player of all time. Damon Sweet, Elmer Bennett. And they just, when you think athleticism, uh, and a lot of the like fans now, I mean, they're probably not even born yet, but if you can ever, and I, I gotta, I'm trying to look at some YouTube videos if there's anything on the 92 team, but I'm just kind of gathering my research just to show you how, like going over the schedule, how they were beating some top 10 teams, but then losing to Evansville or a Butler at the time when Butler was not even that good. I think they lost to Butler, but we'll go over the schedule. But that's what I'm working on for episode uh, 84. That'd be 84 because this is episode 83. So I repeat, my predictions were pretty much right on the money for men's lacrosse. So give me a round of applause. And uh, we're national champs. Enjoy this. Go get yourself a t-shirt or a hat, whatever. Celebrate this. As I said before, you never know when the next one's going to be. Shout out to Coach Kevin Corrigan, the entire Notre Dame men's lacrosse team. You made all of us Notre Dame fans proud, the alumni proud. Uh, you should be definitely proud of yourself, the way you uh, handled yourself during the Final Four weekend and just gut it out too, especially Saturday. Today was a, not as down to the wire, but uh, Duke made that little run in the third quarter, but we pretty much said, hey, we're not, we're, you know, even though they weren't on those teams in 2010 and 2014, this isn't going to happen again. We're going to, we have this opportunity now to seal the deal and we're going to be national champions because we're Notre Dame and you're not. I can't say it enough. We're Notre Dame and you're not. We're national champions 2023. So thank you so much for joining me for episode 83. And as always, go Irish. <laughs>